0: Hello, I'm here today with Hilary Sims of Life Balance Counselling. Hello, Hilary. Hello, Sandra. Lovely to be here today. Great. Let's have a chat. And you've had an incredible journey. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your background before you started Life Balance Counselling? Before I started Life Balance
1: Counselling, I was an army wife for 14 years. And since getting married to my husband, I'd followed him around. So I'd done whatever jobs were there. We'd even lived in Germany for five years. So when the army sent us back to the UK, it was sort of he'd got two or three years left in the army. It was my time to do something for me, because I'd followed him around and done whatever jobs were there, admin jobs with the army. So I'd got a young family at the time. I was working as a um, in an accounts office. So I decided I'd look at the college prospectus and thought oh, counselling sounds interesting. So I went back to college part time and. Um, did that for three years as part of my training I did a placement at a senior school and as part of that I ended up working there for six years afterwards which with the kids which was great and I decided in 2014 to set up on my own working for myself and here I am nearly eight years later
0: still doing it. That's fantastic and the counselling you do I mean it's, it's from anyone 12 years and above isn't it? it it's it's quite a broad range of people that you help. It certainly
1: is yeah now, I've, I like the variety of people, but I don't necessarily work with everything. I certainly don't work with addiction, but I work with anxiety, depression, low self-esteem. And building people's confidence is a really, really big thing. And particularly with COVID for the last 18 months, where everybody's got used to being at home and being alone.
0: There's a lot of people have lost a lot of confidence. Yeah. And, you know, I know that you're working as well with around the mental health, which again is a really hot topic at the moment, especially following lockdowns and and people being isolated at home. How, How do you sort of help people and then close the door and not take it on board emotionally? Because I imagine that some people really are in a very dark place.
1: You never know what's coming through the front door when it comes through the front door. You have a conversation with with the client before their first appointment. They quite often won't tell you the real reason they're coming through the door. So as you say, you do go to to some dark places with these clients. But what you have to realise is it's their stuff. It's not your stuff. You don't take it on and internalise it and make it your stuff. So in the nicest possible way, when they walk out the front door, that problem walks out the front door too. It revisits me again next week when they come back to talk about the next instalment, I say. But uh, I do have supervision once a month with a co- more qualified counsellor. And that's an, a space for me to explore how things affect me in the counselling room. Because sometimes clients bring similar things that I've been through. And obviously the space in the counselling room is about the, ca- the client, not about myself. So it's that's my space to explore things that have happened and how I've dealt with things. But it's learning that it's the client's issues it's not mine and even if i take it on and internalize it i wouldn't deal with it in the same way as the client because we're different people and had different experiences so it's all about the client when the client is in my counseling room and it's their issues and i'm there to support them
0: with their issues it never becomes mine And i suppose that's part of your training that you're taught how to deal with those types of situations do you ever find that you know that there's times when you feel you can't help somebody, you need to escalate that further to some some you know higher authority or or somebody? Do you do you ever have those challenges?
1: Yeah, occasionally. I say I don't I don't deal with addiction, and quite often people will come to me with something, and it actually works out. The real issue is addiction here, so I'll, I will help them support them to find a more appropriate person that can actually help them. We do have mm. some great facilities locally that you actually help with addiction which is great but I will support the client while they find the right person because even if I work with them if I don't understand what I'm doing I'm not doing giving them the best service possible and that would be against my um, ethical framework for the
0: BACP so it's important to me that I work with the people that I know what I'm doing. And how do you how do you sort of help yourself do you, you know do you, do you find that you need sort of counselling and coaching or do you find that you motivate yourself Anyway,
1: I motivate myself. Anyway, my super, I do look forward to my supervision. i got a great relationship with my supervisor, and I also know in between sessions if I needed her, she would be there at the end of the phone. And if I've got something I'm not quite sure of, she'll support me. I do look forward to that. That is a great. That is about me, even though it's related to my job, but it is all about me. And for that hour and a half, I can just talk about whatever I want to talk about. It's a safe space and everything. But I also use, and you all know, I run. Um, I use my running to help me keep myself in the right place I can go out go out and do my six miles and while I'm out there everything gets put in boxes and I come back and I can take on the world and take on the day so I that's what I use as
0: looking after me. I think we all need something don't we I mean I I, I can't run. For the save my life but I'll do a bio that you can but I walk the dog and getting out in that fresh air and just switching off no phone no connection with the outside world it's just nice to be in that that space isn't it
1: yeah it just gives you time to think about you and all I do is focus on where I'm putting my feet and what I might be putting my feet in and then sometimes as you're running around the streets so it's a it's a case of yeah this is me I'm really living in the moment I'm not thinking about what's coming next or what I'm going to be doing next it is this is for me. Just enjoy it.
0: And business-wise, obviously, you you do work on your own. Do you find that challenging? Being, you know, a sole trader and working on your own. It certainly is setting
1: up as a sole trader. Yeah, where are my clients going to come from? Where, you know, am I going to get people knocking the door? Am I actually going to get the inquiries? So, learning out where to advertise yourself, and I think that's the biggest thing: knowing how to advertise, where to advertise, and what should I put in an advert and Am I putting the right things that the people want to see that are going to attract them to me? Luckily enough, I've had a great string of clients and hopefully that will continue into the future. But I've been a lot more active on social media recently and um, following the advice where you've given Sandra with entering the awards and making yourself actually visually visible to people and and on LinkedIn getting involved in conversations and stuff it's a great way of people realizing oh that person is the person I need to go and speak to or if it's not me that needs to speak to them I know
0: somebody who does need to speak to them and I think you know yours is the type of industry where people don't know they need you until they need you but if you're planting that seed so they know where you are then when they do need you they know exactly where to go don't they yeah, that's the thing. And it's like networking. It might not be the person
1: I see that needs me, but they're talking to somebody a few weeks ago. Oh, I'm a lady who I know can help you. And I have had that quite a bit. So that's been really, really good. Yeah. If we, and sometimes we're in such a dark place when we need help. Yeah. Where do I go and look for it? Where do I go? I know everybody goes to Google now, but how do I know those people are good and that type of thing? So it's finding the right person to
0: support you when you need it is is vital. So what's on the horizon for you? What are you excited about in the upcoming months? Oh,
1: I'm actually going to try and do a monthly 15, 20 minute talk about mental health and just invite people along just to give out some basic tips to deal with mental health and just to keep yourself safe. It's a bit scary, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try and see how it goes. And it's just
0: about maintaining
1: my flow of clients, really.
0: And that's so. That's going to be like an educational piece that you're going to put out. Is it sort of? Yeah, I'm
1: going to try and do it live. I'm going to try and do it live. I'm going to put it out and invite people along on Zoom. Um, but obviously with no cameras or anything on, so they can't see each other. All they can see is me. So yeah, a little bit of talk about what mental health is, and here's a few basic tips for to keep you going
0: fantastic that sounds really exciting and uh, you know it'd be great for you because I know that you've wanted to do speaking and and putting yourself out there so that sounds really great Hilary I always ask you know ladies you know if there's a piece of advice you could give to other women in business what would that be what would your top tip or piece of advice be (laughs)
1: I've got to go self-care got to go self-care because of what I do on a day-to-day basis looking after yourself will allow you to keep your business in the best place possible realizing when sometimes I need to hold my hands up and go I need a few days off or I need a bit of help I'm struggling with this bit who can I go and ask for help but knowing where your limit is and looking after yourself because if you can look after yourself you'll manage on a day-to-day basis when you get run down it's just not possible. You cannot give your clients the best service possible. So looking after yourself, self-care is something I really, really pushed out there to everybody.
0: I totally agree, Hilary. I mean, so many times I see so many women, myself included, you know, we, we just soldier on. We don't we don't ask for help because we think we can do it all. And then it's not until we fall over and that we have to stop, that it becomes apparent that we do need to stop. And I think, you know, that self-care is, we, need, we all need to build it in. And we've done a lot of work on this in the academy as well, highlighting self-care. So that that's great. I, I you know, I, I love your story. I love the fact that you've, you know, you've travelled, you've set that down. Now, I assume Hubby's retired now, has he, from the army? Oh, he's never retired. he just he, he he He's a project manager.
1: So, yeah, he does. He does. He does work. Sadly, the army pension doesn't pay you enough that you can retire at 40, unfortunately. Um, It would be very nice, wouldn't it? So, yeah, he works. So he's been sat at the dining room. He works from home anyway. So we both work from home. And obviously my daughter's been at home as well for 18 months. So they've become work colleagues either end of the dining room table. And I'm in the garage. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh you got evicted did you to the garage all right
1: <laughs> between the two lockdowns clients were sort of going when can I come and see you again and I thought I don't really want to bring people into my home this is my counselling room at now, which is not very big so I thought well, what can I do I can move in the garage I've got two meters space then so we laid some carpet and I've got a heater and I was only going to be in there temporary and I've been in there since the year last July
0: I think a lot of people, you know, it's been a challenge having to work out home working and how that's going to work, because, you know, many people now are, are going to work from home for good because it, yeah. they've, they've proved that they can do that. But in that, I suppose that presents other challenges. And, and are you starting to see those come through the door where people are feeling isolated from working at home?
1: Yeah that has come up a lot in the counselling room. The, The banter that I'm going to make a coffee anybody want one or somebody stood at the coffee machine and oh did you watch this on television last night and just the simple things that when you work in an office you take them for granted but when you're working from home it's just not quite the same and you don't I don't think you necessarily switch off the same either. Oh I'll just put my emails on then I'll go and have my breakfast. Oh no I won't I'll sit and read my emails. Oh well, it's eleven o'clock, and I've not had breakfast. No, you've got to give yourself the routine that I don't start work at such and such time, and lunch is at such and such time, and teas at a certain time, and then I I do switch off. But lots of clients have
0: really struggled with that. And is that what you advise them to have a routine and and switch off? Yeah, because we need. I mean, I mean, I've set the routine myself. We we all sit and have lunch together
1: at, at a certain time every day, and yeah because if not you end up working 12 14 16 hours a day and before you know it the whole day has gone and what have you actually done for yourself you know so yeah being being suppose, quite rigid with yourself that i don't start work till a certain time but lots of clients have really struggled with the
0: isolation mm, i can imagine well, having had covid myself
1: i realized being stuck in a bedroom for 10 days how hard the isolation
0: really really is yeah I suppose if you've experienced it then you're the best person to speak to about how to deal with it well it's been fantastic talking to you Hilary I could chat away with you all day I really could but we'll I have to do a, a second episode but good luck with the mental health education that you're going to do I hope that goes really well and I look forward to talking to you again that's Hilary Sims from Life Balance Counselling thank you Hilary thank you Sandra Thank you for joining the woman who chat weekly podcast this week i hope you enjoyed it you can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business in the meantime you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your woman who journey